Welcome to the Organic Honey Podcast. We are your hosts, Sean Everett and M.T. Stevenson. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in to yet another Sip and Chat. Whether you're new or not so new, welcome. We're happy to share with you. Brothers and sisters, this episode and song title is called Beautiful by Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Now, this song came out in the 2000s, and it's Snoop Dogg, which is another pioneer of hip-hop. And then he joined forces with the super producer Pharrell and made a banger. In fact, this song was so good that it was Snoop Dogg's second number one song ever in a 30-year career. Wow, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I come with the facts, baby. Okay, okay. And this episode was also inspired by our first season episode that was titled, Whatever Happened to Beautiful? So please check out that episode <laughs> along with the song on the Organic Honey Podcast playlist. All information that you will need will be in the description of this episode. And once you do that, please enjoy. Bong bong. <sighs> Beautiful. Boy, that's a word that I rarely hear these days. How about you? Absolutely not. The only thing that's used to describe that these days is flowers and cars. Yeah, well, and some things that I guess culture, even though I don't like that word, would deem as beautiful that don't look all that good to me. That's true. And usually it's an inanimate object these days. Like mm. it's true. That is true. That is true. You don't hear about people being beautiful at like they used to. You hear houses and right. gardens. And, cars, like you like said, cars it. maybe. Yep. Even destinations. Those are deemed beautiful. But people, you will never hear them, at least these days, heard of people being called beautiful. And especially men. You will never hear someone say a beautiful man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hardly non-existent these days. Now, I have said that, you know, I will always refer to you as my beautiful husband, but I don't mean just aesthetically. I meant mentally because to me, intellect is indeed beautiful. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with that. But that's another thing about the word beautiful is that it's subjective to depending on whom saying it. Now, but we're going to delve into this one because I do still, even after two years of doing the show almost, I still want to know what in the world happened to beautiful. Yeah. But we don't know what happened to it. But what we can do is give you all five reasons why women, in particular, are rarely called beautiful. I want to know, too. (laughs) And I want to know this from you, a male's perspective. And we're not saying that Sean represents every man on the planet. But it's it's just interesting to hear a masculine point of view. Okay. Okay. Dope. Dope. Yep, so without further ado, here we go. The top five reasons why women, in particular, are rarely called beautiful. Number one, Mm -hmm. we don't know what beautiful is. (laughs) That's an interesting concept because, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's what they always say, right? Yeah, I mean, we demonstrated that just a moment ago, you know, like stuff that others say were beautiful, we don't think so, and... I mean, that's and that's everybody, including Sean and myself. What right. you say is beautiful, I think, you know, or vice versa. So, it's all subjective. So, I mean, right. That's I think that's what it is these days. I mean, we're really subjective these days. But now that you've got these trends and that 
you have a lot of women that look the same with the with the eyelashes and the baby hair. That's what's considered beautiful right now. And the same thing could go with men if they have these beards and these dreads. Or right. pointed toe brown shoes with the ankle cleavage that might be beautiful to a lot of people. <laughs> hey, you know, so right. that's the thing. But I truly think that we simply don't know what beautiful is. So, brothers and sisters, to the Googler. To the Googler. Or Google, for those of you who are new or don't know what the world we're talking about. So, according to Google, beautiful is simply this pleasing to the senses or mind aesthetically. Or. A very high standard or excellent. So, clearly we can say without trending that beauty definitely is in the eye of the beholder. And apparently the senses too. So if it sounds beautiful, if it smells beautiful, if it tastes beautiful. Then it is. To you. Right. And it said aesthetically, meaning pleasing to all. Right. But everything that people claim that's beautiful isn't pleasing to everybody exactly so this is why we are so confused and probably don't use this word beautiful because we simply don't know what it is and you know what that's a logical reason not to use it yeah but i don't know and then how about the other definition of a very high standard or excellent now who determines what standard is excellent people okay and how do we know that what they're saying is correct no, we don't, because if it's not pleasing to us, then it's not. So, right back around again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so that explains why a lot of us aren't deemed as beautiful, because we don't know what it is. And if it's so, it's only to us. Exactly. Now, I think you're beautiful, inside you're beautiful. and out. I think you're beautiful. See, like like you said, it's, it's, it's kind of a preference, I, I would say then. That's that's we can come to that conclusion. Okay, so maybe we should redefine what beautiful is. Maybe so. So let's say beautiful is a subjective positive preference of excellence. Right. A subjective positive preference of excellence in the eye of the beholder. There you go. So new definition. So that's from the Stevensons. Add that to your Googler. <laughs> yeah, but it is really hard to deem what's beautiful and what's not. I mean, some it people is. could look at a piece of art and say that is the most beautiful thing ever. And then others would say that it just looks like a big mess. But I think what we can agree on is that beauty is all about interpretation. It is. Most definitely. And I, I say agree. that if the interpretation is positive, then that is deemed beautiful. Absolutely. I can agree with that. So moving on to number two. The second reason why women particularly are rarely called beautiful is because of changes in cultural standards. Right. Cultural standards. That that means it changed from generation. Looks that have changed from generation to generation. But actually, actually... Some of the things that they were doing then are prevalent now, like the eyelashes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were doing that back in the what? The 60s, late 60s? Oh, they were, early doing, 70s. That, they were doing that in the 1400s, 1500s during the Victorian era or what so, have you. And then it became a trend again in the uh, turn of the century, the 1900s. And then again, here we go in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when right. people were performing on stage and such. 
Right. Those were usually deemed for stage performers and actresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you, you see a lot of re- regular, just normal, everyday women doing it. And to be honest with you, I don't think a lot of guys, I can speak from my perspective, from what I see, a lot of guys are really not, not liking it. They're not feeling the, the fake eyelashes and stuff that much. Now, here's something interesting to me also. Like we say, it's changing the cultural standards. And why are those usually deemed on women instead of men? Because even back in history, men's fashions or aesthetically look has always been one note. So it, with it's men, been the same. It's always, it's been, always the same. been the same. So with men, you either have longer hair or shorter hair. You either have a beard or you don't. You wear pants or nothing else. There's either a suit and tie or, jeans. or, or a bust. So right. it's like even today, men's fashion is extremely limited. They only make stuff one way. There's only one, so many colors you can make one suit, but the aesthetic is still the same. Right. There's only one way you can make a pair of pants, and the aesthetics and colors may change, but just the pants, one leg at a time, is still the same. Right. Men either have beards or they don't. They either have long hair or short hair, and there's hardly no in-between but women, on the other hand, when it's stuck, when it comes to fashion and aesthetic looks, those are they are vast and they are they come in a whole lot of it's different endless ways. Almost. It is almost endless. So this is why I say cultural standards. And let's go through history or what have you a little bit when we talk about women and beauty. Back in the Victorian era, paler European like features and skin was indeed beautiful mm-hmm. and so was a fuller figure because they thought that fuller figures represent wealth and the ability to have children. Fast forward to the turn of the century, it was all about a thinner look, but women tend to wear uh, uh, shoulder pads and blazers or what have you, and they played with the gender bending then, right. in which they would have pinstripe suits and pencil skirts. Then, here we go again, a few years later, transferred to the 1940s and 50s, where the hoop skirts were back in style. They just took all of the boning out of it, and they didn't stand as stiff as they did back in those Victorian eras. But you had a lot of poodle skirts and a lot of uh, tight sweaters and those bras that make your boobs look like cones. Mm-hmm. And then that was considered beautiful then, yeah. also with more pale skin and pale hair, because a lot of people were not dyeing their hair until up until that point. Here we go with the 70s where everything was more brown and earth tone because they said earth tone and realness was deemed beautiful. The 80s, it was all about fluorescent colors and hairstyles and bigger than the sky. And here we are now where we are blowing up body parts instead of uh, hair. Wow. That was a brief, <laughs> congruent, and precise history of fashion through your eyes. Thank you. And it's, I mean, that's all documented. You now, can all Google that if you want right. to. <laughs> and I mean, though, if you look now, they actually still gender bending with guys now. Now they putting it on guys. Exactly. Because now it's hard to tell who's a male and who's a female these days. Exactly. And this is why I think a lot of men don't deem women as beautiful either because in uh, the LGBT plus community of those who our drag queens or the cross-dressing or whatever that was used for entertainment are now running around the streets as everyday normal wear. And this is what women are starting to do as well. So it blurs those lines. And to, I won't say average male, but for the sake of this conversation, for the average male, to them, that's confusing. So this is. is why we don't no longer are considered beautiful because it's like, what is indeed beautiful? Right. 
Because I mean, because I mean, if that was the case, you could describe um, a male with long hair and tight clothes as beautiful, just like a woman, right? Exactly, and if everything that's where it blurs blurs the lines at. So. And to me, beauty stands out. That's why it's beautiful because it stands out. But if everything looks the same, how can it possibly be beautiful? Wow, I agree. I agree. But that's again our that's preference. Yeah, our interpretation. That's preference. That might be different to other people. And for those of you who do perform in drag or otherwise. Kudos to you all because I personally enjoy the art as itself. And I see it as art. To each his own, my people. To each his own. <laughs> yeah, but I always have. So that's, just, again, my step. Preference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So moving on to number three. How many of us have them? <laughs> <laughs> moving on to number three. On the third reason why women particularly are rarely called beautiful is because today's standards women tend to lack feminine qualities and you know what i don't see it that way but i know a lot of guys that i've talked to that have said said that mm -hmm. a lot of guys that i have talked to have said that that they want to wear the pants and the skirt at the same time but i've also seen it be the other way around as well mm-hmm now, we're not saying that we necessarily agree with this, but, you know, when we were doing our research and, like Sean said, talking to other people or what have you, this is what their interpretation is. A lot of people, not just men, but a lot of people say that women do not hold feminine qualities. And let me explain what I mean. Well, back in the day, even when I was a kid and further back, you know, women were taught how to look look soft and look approachable in mm -hmm. public. They went to charm school and finishing school and they were learning how to set a table because it was all about the aesthetic of being mature and the aesthetic of being kind. Now, women wore lighter colors because they was less harsh. Mm -hmm. So that's where we get pastels from. And we sat up with our shoulders back and our legs crossed and our voices soft. And in those days, that was considered a feminine quality. Right. But now that, you know, culture has changed, women don't necessarily express that anymore. Because right. I think music had a lot to do with that. Because women and feminism, I think that had a lot to do with that as well. Because women in those days wanted the same advantages as men. So sometimes that means being a little more assertive as they thought that men were. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was about being a little more boisterous and a little more forceful. And that's what men would do. So these days, it, you know, when women are in business, they have to go into these boardrooms and talk as if a man would. But that's not necessarily a feminine quality. Right. And, you know, they talk about the how how they dress these days, you know, with the with the same tight pants and the same Jordans that the guys wear. You know, I, I, I heard a lot of guys say that too, mm -hmm. that, that that's what makes them unfeminine, you know. And and I, I heard about, you know, you know, no no offense to drag queens, but but I hear a lot of straight guys say that that a lot of Regular females these days look like drag queens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, 
that's not our belief. Right. But I mean, this, yeah. as a whole, that's the consensus are saying. Right. And I can say that personally, even for myself and just myself, I rarely wear gym shoes or athletic wear in public unless I'm doing something athletic because I was raised and taught that that was not ladylike. So I was taught to hold my shoulders back, my back straight, my legs crossed, and look like a lady and present myself as a lady at all times. My mother put me in a pair of heels when I was five going to churches on Easter Sunday all mm -hmm. because she wanted me to represent femininity because I was indeed a young lady. And yeah. I'm not saying that's right, wrong, good, bad, or indifferent. But that's but, what it was. But that's then. what it was. And that's the thing. A lot of us women, we don't have that anymore. And I'm sorry to say, but music had a whole lot to do with that. It, it just did. You have female rappers that sound like men on the mic. You have women or whatever in pop dressing in suits or whatever and having delivered lyrics as a man would. And now those lines are blurred. And this is why we are no longer considered being beautiful because we're just not posh enough. Right. I mean, like I said, you know, no no offense to any person. You, I think people should be able to dress how they want to dress you know, do with themselves what they want to do, but the fact remains on how you present yourself, especially if you're out there in the world and you want that kind of attention, how you present yourself is how people will think of you. Mm -hmm. So so if 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 you really want to be out in the world in a entertainment world like that, you have to present yourself as you want people to present you. Absolutely. So I mean that's 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 how it is. You know, if 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 you're dressing in skimpy, skimpy stuff, shaking your butt, what you think they don't think about you. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's first impression is everything. So, like, so we're saying, like, I don't necessarily think women are lacking feminine qualities. It's just exhibited in a different way. Because back in those days... Even my grandmother's day, you wouldn't even leave the house without your gloves. You wouldn't leave the house without a handkerchief. You wouldn't leave the house without holes that, uh, pantyhose that had the seam going up the leg that really exuded femininity. And a woman would never go going to church or anything without her pearls. And that's just that time. That's what it was. Now femininity looks a whole lot different. And and it can and you know what. I can understand to a, a lot of guys it's confusing. Mm -hmm. It's confusing to a lot of guys because we don't we don't we don't know what it looks like now. Exactly, because yeah. we yet to define beautiful. Now we did it with the Googler, but if that's a subjective interpretation, then how would you know? How would you really know? Mm -hmm. Right, like that. And just like we said, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so Yeah. Go figure. Lies blurred. So moving on. Moving on. So the fourth reason why women particularly are rarely called beautiful is because, again, it's another open opinion, men do not respect women like they used to. And this is a big one. This is a big one. I would love to know what you think. Do you think men these days as a whole, mm -hmm. you can't speak for every man in the world, we right. already know, but do you think men as a whole respect women the way they used to? No, because you know, let's 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 face it. You know, men and women aren't on equal playing fields. Never have been, and probably never have will been, be. Never will be. But I think it's a case too of 
a lot of women are displaying are displaying uh masculine features these days. So so it's like, okay, a guy said you want to display masculine features, then I treat you like a man. A lot of these and I think that's why a lot of women don't get the respect these these days. So you think in a lot of men's minds they're being reactionary to the behaviors that is bestowed upon them. Yeah. You know, that's that's just like a guy towards another guy that displays feminine energy. You know, they they're they're gonna treat them as such. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that because let's say there's a man that wears traditionally feminine clothing or whatever. I would say ma'am and that's just out of habit because for what for me, what you look like, what you represent, that's how you want to be addressed. Until you tell me otherwise. Right. Now if you tell me otherwise, I totally respect that. Especially now in today's society where we use different pronouns and this and that. And I think that's another reason why that's confusing. Yeah. But um but men, do they respect women like yep. they used to? Absolutely not. Because I can see the change from when I was a kid versus now. And a lot of people, especially in our generation, Generation X, say chivalry is dead. And that's because you do not see men pulling out chairs for women or opening car doors like they used to or grabbing heavier bags. You just don't see that these days. And, that's, that's, that's and true. it's rare. Even when I go on the bus... There is a 50-50 chance that I will be escorted first while approaching or getting on the bus. And I think that's generational also because I've mm -hmm. noticed that older men, hey, let the ladies go first. But younger boys, they don't do that because they were not taught to. Right. That's true. And I'm going to say this too. To, to a straight male... To, towards another guy that's displaying feminine energy and they want to be called something different other than a male, that's not going to happen because we weren't, straight males weren't raised like that. They, they straight, straight males, if they know that you're a guy, they're going to call you a male. I mean, I think that's all generational as well because, like, let's take your upbringing. Right. You were brought up to respect women, right? Right, right. Well, these boys uh, like Gen A, maybe Gen Z, they weren't raised that way True. because a lot of their parents are a lot younger. So the age gap between maybe a Gen A and their parent, because their parent may be a millennial, right. and they're Gen A, and that just wasn't taught. True. You see what I mean? True. And unfortunately, there's a lot of fathers lacking in these households, so they yeah. were not taught to respect women in such a manner. And if women are the ones that's in the household and they're not teaching their, their sons this, then this is why you don't have it. True. I think that kind of thing is generational. It when is. I was a kid, not opening the door for a woman was unheard of. Now, you have women, and I was victim of this at one point, you know, oh, I can open my own door, I don't need you to do anything for me. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't be expected to be treated it, with respect if you don't give it and that's sure. just what that is and I think a lot of that is indeed generational and I blame Gen X for a lot of this we dropped the ball we were too busy working and yeah. we were not teaching our young people how to be mannerable and this is why we got what we got that's true you know and it's, and it's, it's, it's just like you said you do have some out there that actually do it but now it's not expected like it was then at all. Exactly. It's not expected. Now now it's just like, 
whatever because they they feel like you know they ain't feeling in no way and like you said the whole point point that a lot of them these days if you was to actually try to open the door for them or something they would look at you like you're crazy mm -hmm. like 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 what's wrong with you yeah. i can do it myself just like you said yes yeah. and that's happened to me and this is the thing you know i'm i'm fall between two different generational gaps so they would you know, society would call me a zennial, which means half millennium, half Gen X. I don't consider it that way, but society would. So when I was a kid, never was there not a male that was to open my mom's car door, open her door for, or carry the heavy lifting, or take out the garbage. I mean, that was unheard of when I was a kid. When I became a teenager, women became way more independent, and right. men were absent from the household. So, mm -hmm. on our first day, very first day, and we're teenagers, uh, here Sean is, you know, with his mannerable upbringing, he opens the door. I'm like, I don't need you to open my door for me. I got this. And he said, who raised you? Yeah, exactly. yeah I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but that yes, was the first, did. that, was, that, was, that was literally the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, wow, you know, you know, it, it actually surprised me because that's how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. And more daunting that I wasn't, that was a culture shock. So now, you know, what people will be considered spoiled now for me is mannerable. So now, you know, I'm used to my doors being open and heavy lifting and not taking out garbage and right. all of that stuff. And I'm used to that because that's mannerable. You see what I mean? But to today's standards, that's being Oh, you spoiled. Oh, you're this. Oh, you that. True. No, true. It, that's just crazy. You yeah, you're right too. So this is why you're I right think men seemingly do not respect women because of a cultural difference. That's what I think. Wow. Yeah, that was eye opener right there. Mm -hmm. That was a big eye opener. Mm hmm. And and unlike a lot of people, I could take accountability because I'm like, wow, a lot of that had to do with my upbringing, and a lot of that had to do with my subjective uh negative thinking. Well, all right. So, Church. Yeah, yeah, some men don't respect women like they used to, at least as a whole, as a collective, because we don't demonstrate it because we don't know what it looks like. Absolutely not. I can agree. And fifth and final reason, brothers and sisters, is why women particularly are rarely called beautiful is because we have eliminated the eternal aspects of beauty. What do you mean, my dear? Now, beauty to us is subjective, and as you said, is in the eye of the beholder. But, but usually, when you think about beauty, it's the outside. Exactly, and you don't think about inner beauty. And there is such a thing as inner beauty. And it is. You don't have to go to the Googler for that one. Inner beauty is the ability to be patient, loving, kind, and civil. And we don't do that. True. And you know what? Actually... I can honestly say I've ran into many, many instances where, you know, it was it was a young lady or young ladies that people thought that weren't, weren't so aesthetically pleasing on the outside, but they actually looked better because of their inner beauty. Mm -hmm. I, I've ran into many aspects of this. I, I've even been guilty of it myself. Actually... Really found myself really liking a, a, a couple of females just because, you know, they weren't aesthetically pleasing to other people. Not me. To me, you know, I thought I thought they looked pretty good. But, you know, everybody's not the same. But 
the inner, but the inner beauty actually made them look even better. Absolutely. And we've eliminated that. Like women in particular. Now, we like a guy that look good, that's tall, dark, handsome, right. rugged, ripply muscles, this and that and the third. But when there's somebody that's maybe short and stout, not necessarily aesthetically pleasing, we will not give them a time of day. But chances are, that's the one that's going to treat you nicely. That's the one that's going to talk sweetly to you. That's the one that's going to open your doors for you. That's the one that's going to ask you about your hopes and dreams. That's the one that's going to ask you questions about you because they want to get to know you as a person. And we bypass that, but that person is the most beautiful. And that's because their inner selves depict their outer selves. And, you know, that's why they say beauty is from the inside out. And you know what? It is. And you can see that by the way people carry themselves or the good values that they demonstrate. If you are kind to people that you do not know, if you get to know people in other cultures or what have you with, with objectivity, if you have the, the innate uh, uh, ability to give and not think about what you receive, that indeed makes you beautiful. And yep. we forgot that. Yeah, we, we totally have forgotten that fact. Totally. Yeah, so my question is, why did we eliminate it in the first place? I don't know. I don't think we eliminated it. Like like you said, to me, it's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a generation. I'm not going to say it's cultural. I'm going to say it's generational. Because, because if it was cultural, it would still be going on now. So it's 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 generational. I mean, because it's it's something to be said that Beyonce is beautiful and Mother Teresa was beautiful also. Uh. You see what I mean? So I think for this whole thing, beauty is just simply objective and aesthetic to one's viewpoint. Yep, absolutely. But I think we all, all of us, you, me, them, they, us. We really need to delve into inner beauty of someone to deem anything beautiful. It's about the core. Yes, flowers are beautiful, but the seed and the dirt that was in, that was cultivated, what made it beautiful. And I think we need to look at it first. I mean, a, a beautiful flower can't grow unless the soil is rich. And I think we need to look at it that way. Yep. You have to take the judge none but one attitude. You know, don't don't try to judge how somebody else look without looking at yourself first. Ooh, even better point. Better point. That's all I got. <laughs> so, is that your final thought? Or That's my final thought. <laughs> judge none but one. Okay. Well, since we have the final thought, my final thought is this. I've actually enjoyed this talk that we've had uh, together because it made me look at things differently. Things that I would deem that's beautiful or not beautiful. I now question, am I looking at the hood of the car or am I looking at the engine? And now I'm going to see things differently. And how I'm going to start, I'm going to start by eliminating my cognitive biases and just saying instead of, oh, that's nasty. Oh, that's not cute. Oh, I don't think so. I would just say it confuses my palate. It's not pleasing to my eye. No, it's just simply not for me. And I think that once we start thinking that way, then we will later on start becoming beautiful and be deemed as such to the masses. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I so, like it. Okay. So, brothers Good and sisters. Good stuff. Oh, thank you. 
So, brothers and sisters, that's it. That's all. Take care. Arriba Dirty. Till next time. Stay beautiful. Brothers and sisters, this concludes today's Sip and Chat. Be sure to like, post, share, and comment to the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Friday. You can find it on all major platforms. Also, check out Just Us Stevenson's on the Wisdom app for live talks occasionally. Thank you for allowing our hearts to flow to your ears. Until next time, take care and stay Stay blessed. blessed.